Hello, and welcome to Texans Talk Money. I'm Kyla, your host and a peer financial coach at Texan Smart. Every episode, we will be joined by another peer financial coach from my office, where we will be navigating all the roads on how to handle your money as a college student. So sit back and get your wallets ready to be Texan Smart. Hey, y'all, and welcome back to Texans Talk Money. Today, I am here with two other PFCs from my office that one you've heard from before from our spring season, and then we have a new one today. I will let them each introduce themselves today to y'all, hear a little bit from them and what they're doing in the office right now. So, um, yeah, I'll let y'all introduce yourselves. Hey, guys, it's Kez. Y'all heard me last year on an episode. So my task for this year for Texan Smart is I'm really heavy on getting more coaching sessions back in the office. So my goal is just getting more people into our office, getting our numbers up and helping as much as you guys as we can. Do you have any events coming up that we should be looking out for? Anything you're planning right now we can hear about? I do. So we have a little shaky things when it comes to dates, but I'm going to be doing a coaching punch card session soon. So we're going to be doing a scooter giveaway in the spring. And then we also will have a rapid budgeting coaching session here either soon or next semester. And it's going to be featuring Chick-fil-A. So y'all should come down and get free Chick-fil-A sandwiches and just watch our social media for any dates and times that's going to be posted for it. And Bryson. Hey, y'all. I'm Bryson. Um, This is my first time on the podcast. Thanks, Kyla, getting me out here. Um, Coming up for me, I got bingo going on in our office, um, which is basically... Um, just financial literacy, just trying to push out some more knowledge um, financially. And so that'll be coming up in the spring semester. We'll have cool giveaways, kind of like Stanley's baskets, whatever whatever y'all really want. Um, so we're pushing that on. Um, yeah, well, thank you all for introducing yourselves, talking about what we have going on for the spring semester. I can't wait for all of these events to come around. I'm sure a lot of our listeners will love having those games. I think those games make things a lot more engaging for financial topics. You know, I mean, just reading about financial topics isn't the most fun thing in the world, but I think if you can throw a game in it, like bingo or make it kind of like quick and engaging, like having prizes like Snacks and Stanley's, like I think people would like that a lot, which I think y'all are doing great jobs with what y'all are doing. So what we're talking about today is I think something that everybody deals with. I know I deal with it. I think both of y'all have talked to me about dealing with it. We are talking about impulsive shopping today. So what makes y'all impulsively shop? I know I have my reasons, but I'm curious to hear what y'all are. For me, I just like what I like. And when I'm in a store, it just gives me comfort to take home things that I like. And that's probably not the best thing to have, but I just like materialistic things, so I love to shop. But it can be irresponsible at some times because it's not really something that you need urgently. Mm -hmm. But it gives me comfort swiping the card. It shouldn't. But that's what we're here to talk about because we're going to fix those things. Yeah, I definitely agree. Um, I impulse shop when, you know, I'm not on top of all my finances, especially um, when, you know, I don't know how much is actually in my bank account in the right moment in time. It's easy to go buy food. It's easy to, oh, I need this in this moment. Um, And that's what always gets me just because the thought of, oh, I need it right here, right now and not waiting, you know, a couple weeks um, really gets me in trouble. 
I guess that I know sometimes I'll go out with my friends just thinking, oh, they're needing to go pick up something from the store. And I start looking around and I haven't even thought about making the purchase. Like I'll be at TJ Maxx going down the candle aisle and I'm like, oh, I love that. I have to take that home with me. Don't even think about it for like two seconds, but it's already swiped on my card. So I can't do anything about it at that point. But yeah, that gets me every time. What I used to do, I used to keep my wallet in the car so I couldn't swipe it. That's smart. Definitely those like five to ten dollar purchases everywhere. Yeah, trumps you because like oh five dollars here doesn't sound like a lot, but you know if you only have a hundred dollars in your banking account, like yeah, then you know five dollars adds up real quick. That's what gets me about food and coffee. I only see like four or five dollars being taken out of my account, so I think I can do it all the time. And then I have like forty five dollars worth of coffee on my account for the not exactly. last two weeks. And then the money that's in my account is already accounted for. Like that's already budgeted for something else. And it's like, oh, five dollars or ten dollars at TJ Maxx won't hurt. Babe, it hurts. So don't do it. Oh yeah. <laughs> don't do it. So about impulsive shopping, I guess we can talk a little bit about what makes somebody an impulsive shopper. It's really like we were talking about those spontaneous actions. Like you look at it for more than two seconds. You want it in that moment. You don't even think about, um, I guess, consequences in a way is something you really don't like think about. It's kind of like a light switch. You see it, you want it, and it's just that quick switch of buying it. I don't know if that's a great example for mm-hmm. it, but something like that. Um, it's like, um, I think just being uneducated leads to that too. Not knowing, not knowing how to handle your money mm-hmm. can really get you in trouble. And that's, what's so great about, um, being with Texan smart is just because we can not only learn about this knowledge and learn how to coach it, learn how to teach it. Um, but to help other people get past those problems that we've been in. And like I said, not knowing how to budget, not knowing how to save your money, not knowing how to say no when, you know, all your friends want to go to Whataburger. And, you know, once you learn how to say no to a $12 burger, it will really really help in the end. Yeah, I think I like what you say, like, about going out with your friends. I think keeping up with your friends and shopping is an issue with impulsive shopping because, I mean you and your friends y'all don't have this same financial situation so you impulsively go and buy and do something that your friend's gonna do just so that you can i guess go along with what they're doing and hang out with them which i think is something you can work into your budget and learn how to say no like you're saying absolutely it's just financial maturity it's just knowing knowing what to do with your money and how how to do it yeah i definitely agree with both of y'all um one of my main things is I used to want to buy things to keep up with my friends, but I had to realize, like, I can only buy what I can, like, pay for. So only pay for what you can afford. And I think the good thing about Texan Smart is we all, as being a student-faced office on the university, is we connect with you guys a lot. And we go through the same things as you guys. We're just as guilty, if not more, than you, I, you guys are doing it. So we're also learning along the way to help you guys learn things as well. And it's like we're just one big community and we're just all trying to help everybody understand. And we want you guys to connect with us and realize that we go through the same things as you guys. Yeah. I think um, something we can talk about is like what causes people to emotionally shop or impulsively shop, I guess, is kind of emotional. So I think a few things that go into that are emotions, um, 
I don't know if y'all are on these subscription emails or if you go out to a store and you see signs like 60% off of all the clothes or you get an email. Like I was just talking to them about an email, $10 off a $50 purchase for yeah. an email that I got earlier. I think those things can make us want to impulsively stop shop. We don't want to miss out on those deals because it's a steal and why would you want to miss something like that? Um, another thing is, I know Kez was talking about this earlier, but like the enjoyment of shopping can like make you want to shop that adrenaline yeah. rush, that dopamine hit, like it makes you want to do it over and over yes, again. It will snatch you up so quick. I, when somebody asks like, what are your hobbies? My number one go-to is shopping and it's so bad, but it is like literally the first day of class. It's like, you know, say three things about you. And I always say, I love to shop. I love to shop. It just gives me comfort because I know it's just something that I really like to do. And, and I think emotions play a lot into it because everybody's happy when they get to take something home that they've really been eyeing. But then a lot of us just really like it in the store and then we'll take it out and it's like, eh. And then we get that feeling of, did I really want this? Did I really need this? And so I think a lot of it is not necessarily competition, but if you see somebody that you with get something, you want to go get something. You know, walking around the mall with the bags in your hand, I know I'm really guilty of it when Ulta hits my email and it's like, hey, like you were saying, like $10 off a of $50 or $40 purchase. I have all the shopping apps where they send notifications back to back. It's like, hey, we're having a sale. You remember your rewards member rewards programs will get you every single time because they encourage you to buy, buy, and you spend and you spend for every dollar. You get these points and then the points, you know, you can use instead of money or you can unlock a reward to where you get a discount of something off. And then that also traps you as well. Great marketing, but maybe not right now for this target audience. Do you relate to any of these, Bryson? Like that emotional shopping, seeing those deals that are in the stores? Kinda, I kinda wanna, I have something that kinda correlates with what Kez was saying is uh, social media has really like taken effect onto impulse shopping, Assess accessibility especially, um, you know, you're scrolling through TikTok, you know, those influencers that are always on your For You page. Yeah, well, now it's, it's easy to have shop. TikTok shop and yeah. you just hit it. You buy what you need because like you were saying when you were with your friends and going to the mall or just having that feeling of, you know, buying something because everyone else has it. Yeah. it it's accessibility. Amazon, you know, do you know how easy it is to just go in there with your credit card already in there? You just have to swipe your thumb and... Um, Sadly enough, I do know how that feels. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. So definitely accessibility, I feel like really trumps people when, and especially this day of age with online shopping. I mean, I scroll, I, I scroll through online websites. Like I hunt, like for everyone that hunts out there, I'll scroll through a Sika website and know that I don't have money to drop on $560 jackets. And yeah, it, and that's an expensive hobby. It, it is, it is, but it's just accessibility. Yeah. Seeing that online and seeing it in stores two totally different things so right 100 percent. yeah i definitely love shopping in person because i can touch the items that's there i like online shopping too but when it comes to clothes and jewelry and things i like to touch it you know anything else like assess accessories more so like bags and things like that shoes i'll maybe order online but i love to touch the material i like to walk out with the bag in my hand i like to Swipe the card. Even I'm the, sometimes I'm like crying inside. I'm like, the total opposite way. Like if I'm going shopping in person, I will probably, there's probably 90% 
chance that I won't walk out with something just because I don't like swiping the card. That's what I'm saying. Like Mm. online shopping for me gets me because I'm not swiping the card. Yeah. And I don't have to look in my wallet and be like, oh, what card has the most money on it? Like I don't have to do all that. So that's why when I do need something like that's more expensive or something like that, that's why I do go in person because I'll feel good when I walk out with nothing. Yeah. I know my freshman year of college, I had this really bad thing where I would just like buy stuff on Etsy all the time. It started with me buying Christmas gifts and then I kept on seeing things that I wanted. I'm like, oh, it's only like five, six dollars. So my card would just rack up those five, six dollars that I would buy on things. And I'm like, oh, I need to slow down. There's no reason I should have all these sweatshirts or just like little trinkets around my house because one, they don't serve a purpose to me besides like me liking them in the moment. I mean, minus clothes. I mean, clothes keep you warm. But other than that, those impulsive shoppings didn't really give me much in the future. I guess you could say that. Yeah. My sister's the same way, definitely. And I think what really affects people also is how much money they bring in. So if you definitely impulse shoppers, I feel like, are those who are bringing in a little bit more money that don't know what to do with it rather than someone, you know, living on pennies, they're not going to just go buy something because it's what they have. So my sister's really bad about it. You know, she's a nurse. She makes good money, all this. And she just buys stuff because she can, you know, and she's in the mindset is like, oh, no need to save money. We'll just buy it because I can. And she does that. She goes on Etsy or whatever that is and just, oh, yeah, I'll get that. It's cute, you know, and yeah. then it just sits in her closet. And it's yeah, I've done that, too. But I think a real eye opener was when the bank closed my card for it because they kept seeing these small amounts being taken out at all these times and it kind of raises a red flag with them and it's like oh hacker activity Mm -hmm. and things like that and then that kind of opened my mind to go like oh wow I need to really stop doing this or get this under control yeah you just like shopping too much kid I do I just (laughs) you know what shopping just fills my heart it makes it just beat I understand I understand so is there anything that y'all do that I guess helps y'all with y'all's impulsive shopping or y'all y'all want to just like go and buy everything in the store absolutely i gotta shout out my mom since i was i used to get so mad at her until i like had my first dollar ever if i ever wanted anything if it was like a water from the store or if it was like pokemon cards or whatever i was into she would make me wait a week and so like going into college in high school i didn't really do it because you know you're in high school you're like oh mom doesn't know anything you know and then I had my first semester of college hits and now I'm dead broke because I didn't save any money. Yeah. And then now every time I want to buy something, I'm like, all right, I got to, I got to wait a week. I got to wait two weeks. And then I end up not getting it. And so like that really helps me in like seeing that through. And I mean, it really, really gets me day to day. Yeah. And I know what I have is an accountability partner. So like it's my mom. I'll call her and be like, hey, I've been looking at these pair of shoes. Should I like get it? Because, you know, when I was younger, and when we first got comfortable to where we could spend the money, you know, it was always, yeah, you should get that. But as I got older, she tried to teach me a sense of responsibility and also financial responsibility because there were times where when I had first got my checking and savings account with my first job, I was working at Whataburger, I kept dipping into my savings and it flagged the bank and then they closed the savings. And then she was like, okay, now let me put this into you you know you have to get a plan you have to get a budget and things like that so from there I kind of like called her as like hey I've been looking at this what do you think and she'll be like you're really not gonna want that 
you're gonna buy it and you're not gonna wear them. You're gonna return them, or you're just not. They're just gonna sit in your closet. And so I think having somebody that will hold you accountable will really open your eyes into like, okay, it'll make you think. And you know, if you're thinking about the pros and the cons, that's great. Or if you're just thinking about the pros, is oh, I'm gonna have this. Like it's gonna look good. I just bought this. I can show this off. No, you want somebody that's gonna really hold you accountable and make you think about is it smart. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. When I got my new truck, I was like, I'm gonna lift it. I'm gonna do all the, you know, teenage stuff to it. Yeah. And my dad was definitely the accountable person, like held me accountable or kind of just, okay, you're getting that, why? Like I'd have a list of stuff and it'd be so expensive mm -hmm. for no reason. And he was like, okay, but do you really need that? You know, wait on it a week, like I was saying. Oh, no, I don't need that. I'm good with where I'm at right now. And, yeah. like, definitely helps in the long run. I think another thing with that is having a budget and sticking to that budget, seeing where your money's going, tracking all the expenses that you make. But I also think you have to give yourself a little bit of leeway because if you're saving and you're just, you're not giving yourself any fun money, that um that want to spend is going to build up and then at some point that dam's gonna break and you're gonna want to spend all the money you have i i don't know if this is something any of y'all have dealt with like you yeah. just save and save and save and it, you just get to that breaking point and you just go and spend because i know i've had that before like i'm normally very frugal with my budget and so sometimes i'll go crazy and just go and buy and buy and buy no. right i know that feeling and that feeling feels so good for about one minute mm -hmm. and then after you're looking at it, it's like bro what did i just do i just went back on my word yeah i mean there's ex there's things i've paid for two years ago and i'm still like why did i pay that I'm, why did yeah. i get that bro and i'm just like well now i have to sell this for like a quarter of what i bought it for yeah and, and a lot of us whenever something good happens we go spend money as like a little reward thing that's another thing that drives us to impulse buying because it's like okay i just got you know a passing grade on my exam let me go buy something mm -hmm. to reward myself or it's oh i don't feel so good today you know i want to uplift myself let me go you know get my hair and nails done that's another thing or like go get my hair cut things like that and that can also drive us even though we may feel like it's something small but just be mindful of your definition of a reward purchase yes and just basically what bryson was saying you know take a few days to think about think about it because you might not really want it as bad and kind of touching on what kyla said like have some fun money you always can get yourself a little reward but don't go overboard try to like minimize it to maybe one thing maybe that one thing you've been wanting for a while it's like okay i've been saving constantly for the past three months now i can have enough let me buy what I've been wanting. Let me go buy those new pair of shoes that I've been wanting. Don't just go into the next store beside that's like, okay, I got shoes. Now let me get a shirt to match my shoes. Let's not do that. Let's just start with the shoes, save a little bit more, give yourself a little bit more time, and then you can go get that shirt. I know one thing I kind of did that with, I had been debating buying an iPad for the longest time. And at so many points, I almost just went on the website and just spent $800 to get an iPad but it took me a few months to save up the money to actually get it. And like having that reward at the end of the month, that big purchase, it makes that purchase so much more satisfying. You know you're gonna use it because you've thought about it for so long. 
I think having those big rewards to spend on is really nice. Like I know a bunch of people here at Tarleton, they go to concerts a lot. Saving up to go to a concert can be a really good reward for yourself if that's something that you love to do. Yeah, touching on that iPad, I was like that too. I know last year around this time, I was saving, saving, and I wanted it so bad, and I was calling my mom, but I knew I had to come out of pocket for it, and then I waited until January, so I waited till after Christmas, I waited till after Black Friday, even though those might seem like the best time to get it, but still, before you make a big purchase, really give yourself a lot of time to think about it, and really set yourself up to where something might go wrong, well, maybe you can't finance it the way you want to, so you have to spend a lot more to take it out the store, as you would like to. I know I did that and it really was satisfying getting it because it was like it was my first big purchase that I paid for myself and a lot of benefits came with it and so I was really happy about how much I spent to take it out the store and everything like that. So I definitely agree with that. I think another thing you can do if you're trying to want to avoid those impulse buys, if you're going to a store, instead of bringing your credit card with you, like bring your cash with you. Turn off that Apple Pay and just bring your cash in with you. You'll have as much as you need. You won't buy that like random pack of gum that you didn't think about. You won't buy that Coke at the checkout line or that pint of ice cream that looked really good in the freezer aisle. Like you'll have exact cash for what you exactly came in for. Like this is great for groceries. Yes. If you're a person who doesn't do online grocery shopping, bringing in cash is a great thing for that because you'll have exactly what you need to spend. You can't go under. I mean, you can't go over, but you can stay under. Right. Absolutely. I think Apple Pay is, like I was talking about earlier, accessibility. Um, It's so easy to just be like, boom, 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 here. Um, Like Kyla was saying, cash. Personally, I, I don't count cash as my money, you know? Like, I... My other job, I work at a car wash, I get tips. I never put that in my bank account. I never see it come out of my bank account. So like spending cash is like not having money. And so it's kind of like its own little like savings because I put it in a drawer till it's like, oh, I need something or I'm going out of town or whatever. And so like, especially bringing cash um, to go buy something that you intend to buy before you go to the store um, is definitely beneficial. I just have to agree 100% on that. Do y'all have any other tips that anybody can think about? Because my brain's running blank right now. Stay away from subscriptions. Ooh, that's a like, good one. You, like YouTube TV, I, I impulsively got that, and I didn't even know my dad had it with family sharing. So I deleted it the next day, or like I canceled my subscription. But the fact that being able to get a subscription for you know Netflix, Hulu, Amazon Prime, um, that's dangerous and that's why that's why all these companies do it just because everyone is into that everyone wants to just be like oh it's only ten dollars well then you're going to forget about it and 12 months later you're 120 dollars in a hole per subscription you have and now you're just thinking back wow i watched three movies total this year and i lost six hundred dollars um so definitely like looking back on that and like if you do have amazon prime i do it all the time the three and a half dollars for a movie mm-hmm. horrible horrible they'll get you like that because they market it as, as a really low price it's like you're already paying for membership and then it's like okay it's only three dollars it's not gonna hurt but then the next movie comes out and it's like okay another three dollars no that's what i'm saying every time i i am guilty to my teeth to it because like i'll be sitting there and i want to watch a movie 
and I won't want to go look through my Netflix or my Hulu or any other subscription that me or my girlfriend have. No, I'm just going straight to Amazon Prime and I'm spending three bucks on a movie. And that's what I feel like a lot of people do that. I know it's not just me. And as broke college kids, I mean, personally, $3 is kind of a lot at the end of the day. Yeah, it is. It's hard, like, regulating, you know. I'm sure a lot of people going into college, $3 was probably not a lot because, you know, you live on your parents, you know, food or however your situation is. Uh, Me personally, my parents bought my food. My parents paid my phone bill and um, my parents paid my gas sometimes but now it's like well house payment truck payment like right. everything the rent so like, gets me every month that yeah oh don't get me started but that three dollars that saying. three dollars <laughs> every other day for a movie yeah it adds up it adds up I know I did this one thing I don't know it was a couple months ago every time I wanted to impulsively buy something I put money into my savings account for how much it probably would have been. Like if I was randomly going out to a restaurant, I'm just like driving down the road. Oh, McAllister sounds great. Whataburger sounds great. I would go and put the money in my account because I knew I didn't need it at the time. And it's, I see the money coming out of my account, but it's going to something, I guess, greater. Yeah. In the yeah. End. I stopped doing it just because I stopped wanting to do those at the time, like the impulsive buys, but. I know that's something that helped me if you're really struggling and you just want to see that money come out of your account. That's something you could try. I don't know if it's going to work for everybody. It worked for me for the time. Yeah, definitely. I I think, like to kind of go along with that, I think that putting money in my savings account is very rewarding. And what I always do um, is every time like I hit like a zero zero number in my savings account, so like either a hundred, a thousand, whatever it was, it would be okay, I'm back down to zero. That way it doesn't look at it because taking from my savings account is a lot easier when there's $1,000 in there rather than there no money being in there. Yeah. So I, that's really helped me with impulsive shopping too. Also like keeping in the back and keeping in the back of your mind that, you know, being in college, your parents aren't on your hip 24 seven. I know everyone's situation's different, but you know, an emergency fund is necessary too because- what happens if your car breaks down? Yeah, I was going to say, you never know what's going to happen. Yeah, you, you're you not in a... You're independent when you go to college. And I think that's a lot of things that students don't think about is like the what-ifs. And so finan- putting yourself in a financial situation where the what-ifs aren't a factor and, you know, oh, my AC went out in my, in my house and that's going to cost me 700 bucks. You know, you putting yourself in a situation where those factors are more important to you being being safe is more important to you than that iPad or the Apple Watch or a new pair of AirPods so definitely just maturity financial maturity um independent maturity or individual maturity um so i think all, i think all these things go into factor of of impulse buying right and i think when you start college it's the start of adulthood for a lot of us and finances take a lot of trial and error. And to know that you have resources like Text and Smart and Text Connect and financial aid and the scholarship office and things like that, there are people here to help you. We know it can kind of be a sticky situation sometimes with certain people. We know it's a sensitive topic with certain people, but that's what we're here for to help you guys and make sure that you're the most comfortable and then we can get you to start your adulthood, you know, on a healthy budget 
you know, how to use your credit cards, you know, teach you how to start paying loans back whenever you start paying those back and things like that. And I definitely think like the podcast here is also a great way to help you guys. I mean, it's just a quick little thing that you can listen to, like on your way to class or in the car, but it's mainly just to get you guys comfortable with us. And I think a lot of our peer financial coaches at Texan Smart believe in the same values as what I'm kind of trying to display here. Right. And we're all students and we all understand the same struggles. We, um, and that's why it's so important to us to try to push out the knowledge that we received. And like just in this podcast alone, you now hopefully have a little bit of, of an understanding that, you know, everyone's kind of in the same situation, especially when it comes to impulse shopping. And just if there's one thing, if it's the waiting one week that helps you save 20 extra dollars a month 20 extra dollars a month is you know 240 bucks a year and it really i mean for me that's i'll pay my utilities for two months that's a lot of money like being in college and a lot of us now after freshman year or sophomore year a lot of us are off campus so now we have finances and bills that we've never seen before like i've never paid rent in my life I cry a little bit every time I press a little submit button after putting my card information into the resident portal. But, you know, it. I also kind of have this feeling in my mind. It's like, OK, I'm an adult now. It's like, OK, I saved the right amount of money to pay something that is a need. Like you need to pay this thing so I could live. I have shelter. I have somewhere to you know, put my head at night. I have these this food that I can eat and nourish my body and things like that. It's also really rewarding to know that you're now mature and that you're being an adult and that I'll be comfortable going into the real world with things like that. And a little of another tip that I have is whenever you feel like you want to reward yourself, like touching back on what we talked about when we might purchase a little thing for us, do a free activity. So I know when I was looking at the resources um, for this podcast to help talk about anything that relates to this podcast, a lot of what I was seeing was do a free reward, like a free activity that might be going for a walk in the park to clear your head. It's like, that might not seem like it's the most fun, but it could be rewarding. I don't know if you like nature. I knew you like squirrels. We have a lot on campus. I mean, go make friends and, you know, cook that meal that you've been wanting to cook, you know, just call your friends up and go watch Netflix with them. I mean, things like that, that also where you don't have to swipe your card, but you feel good about yourself. So that can also be looked at as a reward. Just make it harder to shop. So the accountability partner, get somebody that's going to really hold you accountable. That's going to be a stickler. They might be like sucking the fun out of it, but that's my That might be something that you need. Avoid the shopping apps. Turn your notifications off for Ulta <laughs> at Kez. Like, <laughs> turn on, it Kez. off. Just just know you're not alone in your financial situations. Yes. If you ever feel alone, if you ever feel like it's just something you need help on, something that you feel is a little bit of out of your control, you can always come talk to us. You can call us. You can email us. Come talk to us in person. We're here to help you with these things. We don't want you to feel alone. We want you to know that you can come talk to us, that somebody in our office can relate to your financial situation and our boss he's great with helping a lot of people out if there's a situation some of us can't handle just yeah just know you're not alone yeah a lot of you guys have more interesting topics like as far as investing and 401s and all these other topics that we really don't touch too much on as being a peer financial coach but he is great with helping with things like that as well so 
you're never going to be alone and things like that. You know, I don't think I have anything left for the episode today. Did I, did y'all have anything left that y'all wanted to say? Yeah. I'm just curious, Kyla, you know, since you kind of run the Texans talk money podcast and all that, if there's like one thing that is most important that you think is most important that Tarleton students, especially, you know, just learn from this podcast today, like what would, what would you say that would be? Oh gosh, put me on the spot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh gosh, you made me think. <laughs> I know there's a lot of there's a lot of important things to take from. Um, I know we said a lot of good things. I know. Maybe I don't know. I think you need a solid foundation if you're going into a budget. You if you're going to go shop, you need a solid foundation. Having that budget and sticking to that. I think that's probably the best thing you can do for yourself. I think that's what we preach the most at Texan Smart, getting that budget down, making yes. that budget. If somebody comes into our office and does not have a budget, that is the first thing we do. If you're coming in to talk about credit, oh, what's your budget look like? How can we help pay those things off? Let's look at your budget. I think that's the best you, thing you could do for yourself is make a budget. I know I've made one since I started working at Texan Smart. Sticking to my budget has helped me tremendously. And I think it's the best thing you can do for yourself. I know Kez and I had an episode in the spring semester talking about budgeting. So if you can't come into our office, if you can't call or email us, listen to that episode. It helps so much. I think we gave a lot of great advice on that episode. I mean, I might be a little biased, but I think we gave great advice on that episode. I mean, I am biased. I'm going to say it. I think it was a great episode. A budget is going to help solve a lot of financial issues and I think I never really had a solid budget until I started working at Texan Smart back in 21 but working here I mean I have a budget on my phone I have a budget on like the little budgeting books that's at Walmart and it was like 60 cents so y'all should go get one shout out Walmart and we have a lot of resources here and also we have resources here that we use to get the information to you guys on the podcast I know for a website it's called realsimple.com or there's another one called financeover50.com. And it's really good. It has a really good um, information on there. Just because it says over 50 doesn't mean like an age. It has just over 50 facts. And it's a lot of people on there that connect. And so you will see that this is a real, it's a worldwide problem. It's for everybody, for every age. I mean, even millionaires have budgets. I would help. If not, they need to listen to Texans Smart Podcast. Texans Talk Money. Well, y'all, thank y'all for coming on the episode today. I think we're going to we're going to wrap it up here. But thank y'all for being on here today. I think y'all gave some great advice to those who are listening. And I hope y'all can take away something from this podcast. Um, Another thing, if y'all could please rate and share this podcast with your friends. If somebody, you know, is an impulsive shopper and you're just kind of nudge them on the shoulder with this episode, like, hey, man, you need to stop spending your money so much. You could do that. But yeah, and as always, be well, be ready, be Texan smart. Bye, y'all. Bye, guys.